1927 essay, Supernatural Horror in Literature, Howard Phillips Lovecraft wrote, The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. But Joseph Conrad, in the second part of his 1899 novel, wrote, No fear can stand up to hunger. No patience can wear it out. Disgust simply does not exist where hunger is, and as to superstition, beliefs, and what you may call principles, they are less than chaff in a breeze. Yet in the third part of the same novel he wrote, I have wrestled with death. It is the most unexciting contest you can imagine. It takes place in an impalpable grayness, with nothing underfoot, with nothing around, without spectators, without clamor, without glory, without the great desire of victory, without the great fear of defeat in a sickly atmosphere of tepid skepticism, without much belief in your own right and still less in that of your adversary. If such is the form of ultimate wisdom, then life is a greater riddle than some of us think it to be. I was within a hair's breadth of the last opportunity for a pronouncement, and I found with humiliation that probably I would have nothing to say. And yet, in a 1914 letter to his sister Ottilie, Franz Kafka wrote, What I write is different from what I say. What I say is different from what I think. What I think is different from what I ought to think, and so it all proceeds into deepest darkness. And this is the third strongest podcast. Happy new pod, everybody. Happy new pod to you. It's a brand new episode. That's true. What it if is we- the first episode of episode 18. Also true. What if what? Oh, what if we did like a compilation a best of episode. Ah. Eclip- oh, that'd be good. Eclipse show, as it were. Yeah, you want to do that instead? Of just my monologues? <laughs> All monologues episode. Uh, we're at the deep darkness. We got here at the end of last episode. Uh, we lost Jason somewhere out in the river. <laughs> Maybe he'll show up again. Who can say? Maybe he'll uh, appear in the middle of a battle. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Um, we're greeted by the background music for here that Sarah at the last of the, end of the last episode uh, said reminded her of Final Fantasy. Yeah, I, I listened to it again and it's I think it's like the symbols. There's like symbol clashes in it. It sounds a little almost military or something. Um, yeah. Like it sounds kind of like maybe a Super Nintendo Final Fantasy game. I totally agree. Huh. It's very Uematsu-esque. It's very Final Fantasy IV. Yeah, it's kind of Crashing dramatic. symbols and like a 4-4. Yeah. It's good. Ominous. It's fun. This is, it's a scary place. It sure is. Um, it's dark, for one thing. Yeah, a new kind of scary. And uh, you have access to like the phone toucan mm-hmm. there's a toucan that's a phone and like one monkey that says welcome to deep darkness but then to do anything else you have to walk through this horrible swamp and actually you have to walk I'm pretty sure you have to walk through at least part of it that damages you as you walk through it yeah we get the uh we previously did like the waste deep water in the sewer well, now we have the completely submerged water here, and you get damaged very slowly as you walk through it. Very slowly, but like, 
if you're not if you're not like checking your HP each time it happens, then you're not sure how damaging it is. And I guess as a kid, I always thought that this was really debilitating, mm. and I was like, gotta gotta heal up before I walk much further. In fact, it's very little HP that it takes off as you mm. walk. It's more of a psychological <laughs> effect. Yeah. Yeah, it's very distressing. So you try to avoid the, d- and, the deep water and stick with the lighter colored water. And this is like playing on basically the same mechanic in Dragon Quest, right? This is where I, the predecessor that I know I of haven't played for that. this kind of thing. I have not played Dragon Quest, but uh, if you told me there was a poisonous swamp in Dragon Quest, I would nod my head and say, well, yes, of course. Hmm. There, there is the swamp where like each tile you walk over makes the screen flash mm-hmm. and you lose some HP and possibly you get some item that turns that off I don't really know I don't think I beat that game mm. I think but this seems to be a reference to that There's also I'm trying to think of other games that have poisonous swamps and the list is probably pretty long mm-hmm I feel like most games let you walk around it, though. A lot of the time. Uh, or it's a sign. I remember it being a sign in Dragon Quest and uh, similar to, you know, Majora's Mask when the swamp is poisonous. Ooh. It's a sign that you're not supposed to be in this water. Like, you yeah. better get out. But here it's, no, you have to walk through the poison for yeah. a while. I forgot about Majora's Mask in my mental list that I'm writing down right now listener oh tell us some other examples uh chrono cross has a poisonous swamp uh crystallis has a poisonous swamp Mm. um that's the the three examples that i can think of off the top of my head listener as an exercise to you uh please tell us what your favorite poisonous swamp in a video game is (laughs) it has to be in a video game i hear those uh dark souls games love poisonous swamps i've not played one but i hear they have like lots of poisonous swamps but there's some good stuff out here, too, in the muck. There's a whole bunch of monkeys. There are monkeys. We love to see monkeys. Yeah. Um, Sarah, you have the piggy nose, correct? I do, yes. I, I attempted to use the piggy nose here because uh, the piggy nose, if you look at the description, it says how to use it. You put it on, you use it, and... Uh, you may be able to find truffles that grow in damp places, which is basically everywhere here. Um, Like at the base of big trees, which we have many of here. So yeah, you can put it on, uh, you have to use it through the inventory though. It would be nice if there was a, like an equipment sort of situation where you could just tap a button or something, but no, you have to go through the, the, the inventory and then use the piggy nose and it'll, it'll be like a hot and cold situation. Where it's it says oh. something like, it says, it's around here somewhere, but you can't pinpoint the exact location, and then um, you have to keep looking around for the truffle, and uh, there's different text if you get closer or farther away, and then uh, you may or may not find <laughs> truffles under some of these trees. I think there, um, I think there's five. I read that there were five. I did not find any because. Uh, oh. I I found one, but I, I didn't look hard enough. Like I found where there was one, but I didn't find the actual, um, the actual location, Jeez. the like pixel or whatever that it's on. So I just looked it up, and um, 
you could just you could just look it up like you don't really need to use this item if they're always in the same place so um, mm. but it's 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 a cool item and a cool like mini game sort of thing and it's also useful because this is such a big maze and you may be healing a lot and you may need to replenish your pp so you can just go looking for a truffle to do that wow that sounds fun. I mean, it sounds fun until I find out that you can't actually find any. <laughs> well, I didn't try that hard because <laughs> I didn't need oh, okay. any uh, truffles. I already had a truffle when I walked in here. So, um, Wow. But, yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Truffles are... You can also find truffles in the poisonous swamp in Majora's Mask. Listener, go ahead and tell us what your favorite truffle you can find is but it has to be in a video game there's probably a lot of those there's uh well we got to talk about this like weird little village of monkeys Mm -hmm. um there's very few monkeys there's one who has heard that desert monkeys know how to teleport wants you to teach them how to teleport that's cool you're paying it forward that's a fun yeah yeah Although in my case, I actually I refused to teach the monkey. Wow! What? Partly because I wanted to find out what would happen, because I always have taught the monkey before. Uh-huh. Partly because I knew what would happen if I said yes, and I remember that the item that you get is one of those items that I can never bring myself to use. It was just going to take up mm. space in my inventory. That's true. You get the monkey's love. You don't want that in you your get inventory. The monkey's love. As a, you know what? Now I feel bad. <laughs> the a monkey's love is an item. Yeah. Wow. It takes up just as much space as an ATM card. Yeah. Or a big bottle rocket. Or a hmm. bicycle. <laughs> Maybe they just average all this stuff out. Yeah. I it do. Seems love... like it averages out with a bicycle. Yeah, I do love the. Uh abstract nature of the inventory system which we've talked about yeah (laughs) uh monkey's love summons a monkey to come stun an enemy for a turn sometimes if it works a monkey ally is it a single use item no it is eternal a monkey's love is eternal (laughs) i didn't know that i thought that i would use it up so i never used it it's because you. Oh my gosh, I'm dumb. Cared about the monkey's love that much. You don't want to toss it, throw it away. Yeah, you don't want to use it on something so unimportant as fighting one enemy. Jeez. <laughs> but I should have tried it. And then I would find out that a monkey's love can't be thrown away. Mm. Oh, there's, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Anyway, there's also, uh, like. A businessman who's here to represent a doctor. This guy is this. This is I don't. This is things are happening here. This is a businessman who says he's from an economic power. Hmm. Yeah, which is a way to word that. Uh, and he represents a doctor who is like hiding behind a tree. <laughs> and. You can try and talk to the doctor, and he's like, it would be best if you go talk to the guy over there first. I gotta find the line, but he mentions that if you try and talk to the doctor before talking to the businessman, it violates the law. Wow. So good. Yeah, this is, like, a thing that, like, kids would 
not understand and it feels misunderstood by a kid like the perspective of this story is like this is something that could happen but it actually if you think about it as an adult it really doesn't make a lot of sense it's really good yeah it there's so many layers and like part of it has to be the the themes of the game are you know centered around the the modern world and bureaucracy and when you go to you know the middle of a jungle in africa uh where there aren't any like structures (laughs) um like there's barely people around how can you do that well you can have bureaucracy like insert itself into this world and be really out of place and it's hilarious Mm. Yeah. There's also a thing that with this businessman doctor combo, you can have the businessman cover your doctor expenses. I've never done this before, but I've seen the text for it where you can just opt to not pay, but the businessman will ask you to cover the expense later on. Hmm. And then there's a snippet of dialogue in like the very end of the game where you get a phone call or something and the businessman is like oh hey your dad paid back that bill you owed (laughs) the attention to detail there amazing uh kind of related to that although a little ways out of town so to speak there is a breathing tube sticking out of the swamp where there's person who acts like an ATM, someone who's willing to dispense cash for you, but who will exact a fee on your withdrawal equal to the amount of your withdrawal. That is steep. Is really steep. Unnecessarily steep. Because you can just go somewhere else to use an ATM. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so steep that, like, I don't know if, I don't know what the intention is, but I'm always like, no way, dude. Yeah. Although the other thing is, by this point in the game, you have way more money than you need. That's true. You can afford it, probably. I guess it does, huh. Also, what are you going to do with that money out here? Well, the businessman has stuff to sell. Mm -hmm. Stuff that... I look at it and I'm like, well, I'm just, if I'm going to be charged that much to use the ATM, then I'm not going to buy any of this guy's stuff. Yeah. But what it actually means is, unless you teleport around to get around this, you can just treat everything that guy is selling as costing twice as Mm. much as it says it does. Mm -hmm. But one of those things is, correct me if I'm wrong, the diamond band that's so expensive in Summers, or is that in Scaraba? Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Maybe that's in Scaraba. But wouldn't that be a trick if the thing that turns out to be actually uh, uh, the thing that seems like it's cheaper over here is actually more expensive because there's hidden charges? Hmm, you really got to think about this one. What a good game. Uh, we should go south into the darkness because the game kind of forces you to go pretty far into the, the the actual like black part of the screen before you can do anything. 
Oh, I don't know about that. Well, there's there's a present sitting there right outside of the right in the edge of the darkness. So it it yeah. tempts you to start walking into the darkness. Otherwise, you would think that was the edge of the walkable zone. Yeah. That's like what uh, it would look like in a cave or something, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, and, so you realize right, you can the, walk in there. The uh the treasure chest I think it has a banana in it. Yeah. Is right over the edge. So it just teaches you, yeah, you can walk this far. And then, um, but you don't, I mean, once you get over that edge, then you're like, you can use the Hawkeye and uh, solve it. But you can't use that Hawkeye until you get over that edge. All right. That was the, that's always been the weird thing is it's like, oh, hmm. I know I'm going to have to use it eventually. But if you try and use it when you're still in the visible portions of the jungle uh it rebukes you hmm uh, and the hawkeye lights up everything and you can see that it's a great big swamp there's some cool enemies here there's electric eels that are called zap eels Scary. there's what else is there there's a giant reflesia but it's called a oh, yeah. demonic lily i think Demonic petunia. Demonic petunia. Petunia. Yeah, that's not a petunia. Cool. That's I'm not a botanist, but that's not a petunia. <laughs> uh, no, this is interesting because in a pre-Animal Crossing world, we can't expect these Americans to know what a Rafflesia is, and so we have to come up with the funny title, or you know, possibly that it doesn't. It's not called a Rafflesia in Japanese either. Um, and so the question becomes, what is the funniest flower name? Mm. And well, it's, it's chrysanthemum, petunia. but that doesn't fit. It's too many characters. Chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. Chrysanthemum. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been good too. I always admire the audacity of Animal Crossing to just shorten it to mums. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, pit bull slugs. The slugs mm-hmm. are back. Tough slugs. The slugs are back. There's a they couple are... slime guys are back. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I forgot that they came back, but you've got like regular small slimes and you've got a palette swap of Master Belch for some reason. Yeah. Who's called the Big Pile of Puke? Yeah, it's a yeah. gross name. Pretty gross name. And the even slimier little pile. That's right. Even that's, a, that's a better name. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Uh, and there is some fishmen, some Sahawagans. I love fish. these men. <laughs> I love these men. Is there two versions of it? Correct. Mm, yeah. You have, and, but they're coexisting in the same map. There is Manly Fish, and then there is Manly Fish's brother. <laughs> oh yes. And Manly Fish's Radical. brother is just a stronger version of Manly Fish, which is an incredible yeah. joke. Oh yeah, that's good. Awesome. Uh, and wow. then the tree's back. I think it's fierce territorial. Oh my gosh. Uh, no. I didn't see any trees. I didn't either. Are they rare? Wow. No. They might be rare. Or they hmm. must be rare if neither yeah. of us saw it. I saw some trees. Um, Scary. Did you see three trees? No. So on average, we all saw less than one tree. I see. Hmm. Well, so they then. are rare. 
Uh, geez, I feel like we're forgetting something. There's no. a weird. There's a lot of enemies in this one area. It's got a lot of uh, biodiversity compared to, like, the desert. There's a hard crocodile. Did we say that? That's right. We are forgetting the hard crocodile. I never remember the crocodiles in these games. It just makes sense that they'd be here. Kind of goes without saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is a good swamp. There is a helicopter here. <gasps> I know that yeah. helicopter anywhere. The yellow color is purely coincidental. Pokey. Or is it? Pokey's ahead of us again. It allows us... Uh, Pokey's ahead of us again, except Pokey apparently in his, you know, as, as he got ahead of us, what he did was crash his helicopter in the middle of the jungle. And when Jeff examines the, or when you examine it, Jeff says, I can't fix this helicopter. It has no engine. Hmm. What? So it like fell out. What is going on? At some point. Okay, is that, that just, makes sense. Is that just to tell us, like, don't try to fix this helicopter? Don't think it's you're going to come be. back and fix this? <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to fix this helicopter. Absolutely. But, like, I don't understand why Pokey would be here. Hmm. Is yeah. he trying to get to the Lost Underworld? Maybe? That doesn't make a well, ton of sense, though. I don't know. There's it this- doesn't, I mean, like, I don't know why he would try to go there. And I don't know how he could get there, considering what's in your way on the way to Lost Underworld. So it, it really feels to me like kind of a perfunctory, well, we have to remind you that Pokey is one step ahead of you, mm-hmm. even though we don't know like where he's going or what he wants at this point. We just have to remind you about him, because yeah. that's one of the rules of storytelling. I'm concocting an alternate theory in my head right now that will come up later in this podcast. Hmm. Okay. This episode? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) I didn't want to have to wait. Uh, Is there anything else? I like, I I, I dislike trudging through the sludge so much just because it's so slow and unpleasant that I didn't go out of my way to find all the treasure chests Mm. or... Certainly not look for any truffles. I don't even have a piggy nose. (laughs) So if there's anything cool hidden in the swamp, please tell me about it. There's a bird that you can take a photo with. (gasps) I didn't even see that bird. Yeah, what is the bird? Does that bird? bird That bird says stuff, right? Yeah. It's another minor bird. It doesn't. So does it say what Pokey says? Oh. Hmm, I don't don't remember what it says. I think it just mentions the tenda village or something um and like says something supportive since you're like in the middle of this terrible swamp oh um it's tough but you have to keep on oh wait no that's from the hint man i remember it being supportive but that's all i can remember (laughs) oh kawik village tendas comes nobody far it's because queek Hmm. Is that what you read? Uh, <laughs> it's not very supportive, but yeah, that must be it. Maybe it was just the picture that I was thinking of that, that carried me through. Uh, Tenda's village, nobody comes because it's far. Is that Doesn't it say that on a sign? I don't know. 
I don't think so. That sounds like what the bird says in my head, but I did not write this no, down. No, I'm I I the what the bird must be like saying something out of order that I assumed it was uh it was quoting what someone else says, but mm-hmm. I don't find, see that anywhere in the text up. So strange. That would be funny and in character for the game if the Mina bird were somehow misremembering or misquoting what it read on a sign. <laughs> that would be cool if it said what Pokey said, though, too. Yes, I think we really missed out on an yeah. opportunity for the Mina bird to even just like mock you. <laughs> That's not what you Although, need in the middle of the swamp, though. You need to be pointed in the know. right I direction. Think- it, uh, Pokey, the way I would write it is the bird would quote exactly Pokey saying, okay, when you see Ness, tell him he's a pig's butt. Mm-hmm. I would and support so that if it was one of several bird. things that the bird said. Okay. No, I think that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything else, though, besides presents in the corners and stuff like that. Okay. You can get a souvenir coin, which is the best coin mm. item in the game. Ah, That's good. is it better than all the other coins? Yes. Or the like, what does it do compared to the other coins? More defense. Okay. Well, we can make our way through. Oh wait, one oh. more thing. I'm seeing some, uh, some text in the text dump next to Jeff's speech about the helicopter Mm. i believe this must be for if uh you're here without jeff in parentheses it says it's useless broken nobody's in the pilot's seat Hmm. it's useless broken (laughs) huh Hmm. that's interesting okay so what else let's get to the end of the swamp we get through oh wait particularly egregious gauntlet but go ahead first. Uh, yeah, there is something before the end of the swamp that we have to go to. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is a narrow passage where there's a guy I've seen before, but he's been pallet swapped. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you have to go through the deep water to get to uh, Master Belch, except he's not Master Belch anymore. He's obtained the power of being a pallet swap, and now is Master Barf. Oh my gosh. He's here for revenge. He delivers a masculine taunt at you. Yeah, that's a good speech. Don't you remember my ripe odor? Belt has trained more and returned much stronger, Burp. Belch has also changed his name to Puke. And then he's not Puke in the battle, which is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You don't give him that dignity. At, At some point... Did they like? Was he master puke in, in this form in the battle? And then they're like, you can't call him master puke. Change that to master barf. But then they forgot to change it over here mm. too, or something like that. Then he says, barf, vomit, barf, barf, chuck, chuck, drown to death in puke. Which, if if you say that out of context. That's a terrifying, kind of horrible thing to say to anyone. Uh-huh. Um, but in the, you know, in the context of being so cartoony and over the top, it almost seems tame. 
anyway, I think that uh, drowned to death in puke is an incredibly masculine taunt to throw at somebody. <laughs> it's kind of amazing to end that way, to end this little speech that way. It feels like it's yes. making fun of this humor, like on a meta level. Kind of, yeah. Okay, so you're ready for my theory? Yeah. What if the helicopter being here is not a clue that Pokey was here, but it's an explanation as to why Master Barf is here? Because Master Barf is the engine of the helicopter. Well, like, you know, Pokey's <laughs> an agent of Gygas, kind of, and Master okay. Belches, so maybe they, like, in the alternate version of this video game where you're playing from the antagonist perspective, uh. your party is, like, Pokey and Belch and, you know... Two Carpenter. other characters. Yeah. So he stayed behind to get in your way. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of, uh, where I thought you were going, I, I don't know if this theory is incompatible with yours, but like Pokey just, when he got the uh, the helicopter, he just real quick took it to Grapefruit Falls so he could pick up Master Belch. And then airlift him, Operation Dumbo drop him yeah. into the mm. jungle. I like this. Uh, after treating him with palate swapping super serum. And then he accidentally uh, jumps in the engine into the river. That reminds me of something I I I had this thought that I don't know how I justified it in the moment, but just when I was playing this just now i thought what if this master barf were in fact pokey in disguise wow. as a pile of barf or if he turned it like what if he wasn't really the return of master belch or what if he is a fusion of master belch and pokey um because maybe it was i maybe it was because i remembered this guy saying suffer spanky or something about mm. his language reminded me of Pokey, yeah. but I'm not really seeing that here. Well, they certainly have something in common, at the very least. That's true. Um, no, I, 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 any version of the theory is great that Pokey and Belch somehow teamed up. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, this was I. This can be a very tough battle. So what I had, what I did was I had Jeff use a multi bottle rocket. Or a big bottle, whatever the really scary one is, and that basically one hit KO'd Master Barf. Not wow. much of a fight. Yeah. Did you guys have any trouble? No. No. Oh, okay. Everything was normal. Nothing. This is surprising. Happened. <laughs> this is kind of just the fight that we got to skip before, just slightly leveled up. Um, but also I didn't have to do very much because suddenly. Who swooped in from the sky? Some guys rushed into the room. Yes. There's that storytelling during the battle. <laughs> he uses his and new power. Has the power of Starstorm, which it. he uses. And he deals like 300 damage <laughs> uh, to the multi bottle rockets, like a thousand and a half <laughs> damage. Awesome. But that's all it takes to kill Master Barf. So long, Master Puke. Starstorm's a really cool-looking cool attack. It mm. is. It's got the good sound effect. 
mm-hmm. it's got the cool effects we haven't really talked much about like the visual effects of the psychic powers as we use them no that much mostly because most of them don't have it it's only the attack ones right it's uh, not like when you well, life up there's no visual cue no. or anything hmm. that's too bad there should be uh it could be an animation on that little square with your hp and pp rollers but it's not um the animations are i think they're well suited to what they all are like hypnosis and brain shock both or paralysis is what i'm thinking of they all look like what they're supposed to be they're they're like simple in the right way and then um fire and ice freeze whatever they uh they're like abstract and cool and the way that they get more complicated as they level up is really satisfying it doesn't look like uh if you were seeing this in like 3d you know i don't think that those same uh sprites would look as cool if they were appearing in like a supposedly realistic 3d environment mm. But as, like, a representation or abstract symbol of that psychic power taking place in the abstracted world of Earthbound combat, I think they work very well. Yeah. I like how Freeze, as you get more complicated, it's kind of vaguely, like, ice crystal. And it, like, becomes more elaborate each level up you go, which is good. That's really good. And then Rockin' is... You know, it's it has to be super abstract, but uh, and like I, my opinion is going to be when I was five years old or whenever <laughs> I played this, this was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> so, of course, I think it looks perfect, but, you know, it, it does a very good job of being like representing just cool energy. Mm. You know, when you get to Starstorm, it's kind of much less abstract than the others. It actually looks like a storm of stars descending on the enemy which is fine it's cool yeah thank goodness he's back too yeah and then the battle's over and nobody says anything else about it no that's weird but he he should say hey guys i i finished i I, i'm back (laughs) yeah i guess it goes without saying he's just shown you he can do star storm i guess that's that's interesting to consider like to what in like what the thought process must have been because surely the thought crossed their minds to have him say something mm-hmm. but maybe it would have spoiled something about the mood of deep darkness like it's not like yeah. oh wow great well let's keep trudging through the muck now mm-hmm. that really seldom happens in this game anyways the per- the, the party doesn't really talk to each other all that often. Yeah. No, but if anyone does, it's Pooh. No, because he only got, like, the one... He talks to you when he joins you. He talks to you when he leaves. Oh, I guess he does talk to you when he leaves. It would be totally in line with everything else, like, his whole yeah. deal. Um, Almost being, like, not one of the the... He's kind of outside of the group as far mm. as being 
a more defined character with a history independent of Ness's adventure. It, um, it, it, w- it makes sense for him to talk more. It does feel like it would have been, an, at the very least, an excuse to play the like party member joins you fanfare again. Mm, yeah, yeah, because they do love that fanfare. <laughs> don't they? Don't they play it when it, Paula comes back? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think that the reason they don't play that music and the reason Pooh doesn't say, "Hey guys, sorry I'm late," was um, like. To make sure that this deep darkness continues feeling oppressive. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Master Barf has a present for you. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, inside the present is the Casey Bat. Hooray. The Casey best bat, bat in the game, question mark? <laughs> oh, three question marks. Uh, this is a um, pretty cool like trap weapon. It is. It's great to get this as a a present from the villain. Yeah. Because it really is a a trap. It's awesome. Uh, I don't think we Um, talked about the fact that in addition to each character's, like, default weapon, there's a set of weapons that are slingshots and yo-yos that uh, often at times are appealing because they have a higher attack stat, but they have a much lower chance to hit Mm. right we must have talked about them but just barely because we're so good at this game that we ignore those trap choices yeah (laughs) obviously obviously well this is a extension of that in some way where the casey bat uh it's pretty strong it makes your guts value insanely high meaning that you'll basically always crit when you hit with it but it has like a one in four chance to hit i think yeah yeah not good not very good yeah it's cursed and the target audience for this game does not know the poem casey at the bat Mm, very true so we think that casey must be like a real hero and what is the description of the casey bet oh i don't have it in front of me but i think it alludes to the thing that we're talking about you can't help but swing this bat with all your might. There's a good chance that you may just whiff. Well, it tells you, I guess. Yeah. But who's checking the uh, help test text on any of no these items? One. Nobody. Of course not. I do. Oh. That's because you're a responsible podcaster. <laughs> uh, it's good. I sold it immediately. Oh. It's not worth very much money because my patrons of my for sale sign no they understand <laughs> yes it's almost like pokey put master barf here with the casey bat mm. as part of a whole elaborate plot to weaken you that nefarious pig boy yeah I'd anyway i'm not gonna equip it i don't have the for sale sign but i'm just gonna keep carrying the casey bat around and I'm going to keep walking through the jungle. And eventually I'm going to reach dry land. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. And look, up ahead is a cave. We're here. We made it. We found wow. Tenda Village. I can't wait to get a warm welcome. <laughs> 
So we've heard about the Tenda before. Mm-hmm. We know that they used to live in like Scaraba, but they like were pushed back into the deep darkness because they were too innocent, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if like other than that one guy in Scaraba, do we hear anything about the Tenda village? Doesn't someone or well, okay, the Mina bird says that the Tenda village is hard to get to. Yeah, I don't remember. Does anyone else, else like allude to it? I think there's one other line that I cannot remember what it's about, but it's also just alluding to there are there is a Tenda tribe out there. I don't think there was any other revelation about their deal before mm-hmm. we get here. Uh it has been pointed out that one plus two plus three plus four equals ten. I don't like this as much because they're not no. ten- Tenda in Japanese. What are they in Japanese? They're gummies. They're the oh, gummy the, the gummy tribe. <laughs> uh, let's meet the Tendas. They are weird little green things. They're, they're little beans. They're little cute guys. They're great. Yeah. They're super cute. They seem like, uh, especially from their proximity to Master Barf, they seem like the partners, so to speak, of the Mr. Saturns. Yeah. Yeah. Like they correspond to the Mr. Saturns somehow. Yeah. Um, but they don't get as much press. They're True. wonderful. They they get less attention than they deserve. Uh, I don't know. They're little green beans. Yeah. And they're, they're so very, very shy. Yeah, they all say oh, so. Oh, yeah, they're all shy. Almost all. Uh, except for one. Oh, Ooh, yeah, there's one. Who says, "It's uh, there's only one non-shy tendon, and it's me, Bubby. <laughs> <laughs> Bubby. So it's I guess his name is Bubby. We're gonna call, oh, is we're, that? We're going to call them Bubby now. It's me, comma, no, Bubby. No, <laughs> no, non-canon. But they'll elucidate that, yeah, uh, there's a cool talking rock further into this cave but i can't move the rock to get there the strongest tenda can but the strongest tenda is too shy to be asked to move the rock wow this is now does anyone do any of these tendas allude to the book overcoming shyness yeah yes the leader who looks different says something about a, a book to fix shyness i see he's like an elder he's got a little like mustache mustache (laughs) uh so okay i guess i'm gonna leave and go get the shyness book Mm -hmm. that'll cure the problem and then i can continue with the game should be simple yeah easy uh now here's what i did i walked outside i got a phone call i thought wait what happens if I just go into the village and then step right back out without talking to anybody? Mm. I couldn't reverse my switch uh, timeline function far enough back. And so I didn't hadn't talked to everyone. Actually, wait. I'm not sure if I... Maybe I hadn't talked to anyone in there. Because I reversed to, like, back when I was in the weird junk pile getting the... Um, the death ray or whatever it is it is the death ray in a garbage mm-hmm. can in the junk pile 
It's 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 I a little section that has the sign that says "weird junk," <laughs> but it's in parentheses, which makes it like a diminutive. It's great. Sorry. So, if I got that far back, then I must not have. Oh, I remember. Okay, so the phone call is triggered as soon as you leave the tenda village, no matter what you did in the tenda village. Hmm. You don't have to talk to anyone. I think what I wanted to do was before entering tenda village, teleport to winters and find out what the situation in winters was right before this phone call happens Mm -hmm. so that i could compare and contrast afterward but i wasn't able to do that so uh, um so let's go forward in time you walk out of the cave you get a phone call right away from apple kid what does apple kid have to say just talking about another invention the yeah. eraser eraser machine with Dr. Andonuts in Winters. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But then he gets interrupted. Something is happening. He seems to be yelling on the phone. He says, what are you doing to Who me? Are Who are you? And that's it. What is that gun in your hand? Aww. Why are you pointing it at me? He doesn't say that. I'm remembering a Bob and Ray sketch. Uh, and uh, he is kidnapped and then we get another call from orange kid and i got this call from orange kid even though i hadn't um i i i don't think i even talked to orange kid in this playthrough yeah. i was wondering about that i ignored him completely uh but he says ness i haven't talked with you in ages this is orange kid we're finally coming near to the end of our research on how to change a boiled egg back into a raw egg was that something he was talking about before? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Continuity. By the way, Apple Kid is missing. He left here saying that he was going to see Dr. Andonuts in Winters, and he never came back. I was hoping to borrow the book Overcoming Shyness from him, but suddenly he disappeared. I haven't read the book, so I'm not very good at talking. Sorry. I am also g- working hard on my invention, so I hope you'll understand. Say hello to your friends for me. <laughs> Love it. It's good. It's great. Yeah. Very good. You had to have this even if you never talked to him because he mentions the book. Yeah. Got to know where that book is. Uh, Because if we didn't know that Apple Kid had the book Overcoming Shyness, why would we bother to try to save him? (laughs) Yeah. It's good. It is good. Mm -hmm. Just when we thought we were safe in a nice little cave village. Apple Kid really is. Zach, you said this on an earlier episode. And I didn't process it until just now. <laughs> Apple Kid makes the silly what's it that pushes the plot forward. And so you get these calls from him whenever there isn't like a good reason to move the plot forward. Mm-hmm. You need this weirdo and his inventions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. It's a device. Just like the devices that he is making that you oh, are going wow. to use to advance the plot. Well, this Call time it plot. It, it, uh, it's a book, too. So That's true. A lot going on. So There's much not going only on. the book that we need for the Tendas, but Apple Kid is also working on the phase distorter. We already know oh, that yeah. he's working on the phase distorter to uh, help us defeat Gygus. That's what he and Dr. Andonis are working mm-hmm. on. So when... Um, when 
Apple Kid says in this call to you that he's working on his eraser eraser machine before he gets attacked. You're like, why should, Why are you working on an eraser eraser? You're supposed to be working on the phase distorter. Yeah, that seems more important. Yeah, but you gotta have hobbies. Yeah, sometimes you need to get unstuck with a smaller project. Mm-hmm. But don't advertise that to your boss when you call him mm. with an update. Maybe it was like, maybe, no, that doesn't make sense. Maybe it was code. <laughs> you didn't want to mention it in case someone was listening. Uh, actually, I'm going to read you exactly what he says. Hello, it's been a while since we talked. This is AppleKid. We're having beautiful weather here. I'm now at Dr. Andonut's lab in Winters. The doctor doesn't seem to be around right, right now. Oh, that's why he's working on his eraser eraser. But I'm just working on my eraser eraser machine. Hey, oh no, what are you doing to me? Who are you? Click. So okay. what's missing from that text is AppleKid having any reason to call you. Hmm, yeah. Maybe he was trying to solicit more money or food. Probably. <laughs> I'm working on my eraser eraser machine. I just need a little seed capital for the erasers. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, this is supposed to be a cliffhanger. We're supposed to end the podcast like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Well, I think next we're going to go to Winners and uh, rescue Applegate, probably. Yeah, I think we yeah, should. I, I, it's not much of a cliffhanger, I guess. But- nope. We don't have to. We could do something else. Is there something else to do? I don't know. Just go see your mom or something. I actually... Why did I do... Oh, because I didn't have the Hawkeye. I teleported to Onet to talk to Tracy and like give her a bunch of stuff. Mm. And I actually went to Liar Exaggerate's hole to talk to him. But he didn't... He was just saying the same thing about how at the end of the game he might be a hero. Hmm. Well, then I guess we should go to Winters. Save the day.